At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. And uh, I'm this is All Ball. I caught up with Max Rice after his 35-point performance in a win at the pit. Now, personally, I have a great relationship with Max. You know, I've done a ton of Mountain West games throughout his career. And... Uh, I, I almost, it's weird, right? Like there's some people you come across in my business who they're just, maybe it's cause he's a coach's son. He's been around it. But from the moment he showed up at Boise, like he wasn't a regular college kid, you know, and he didn't give a shit about the media and that stuff didn't bother him in terms of doing it. Just very, very comfortable. And it reminds me of another guy who I've, I've kind of befriended and cheer for is uh, Stephen Ashworth at, at Utah State. There's just a level of emotional maturity uh, that you have. What's interesting is uh, going into that game, BJ Range, who covers Boise, who I also consider a friend, but he's like the guy for Boise State basketball. I guess Max was pissed because Max hadn't been shooting well or playing well, and BJ kind of gave him the business a little bit. I'm not really sure in, w- in what context. Context, uh, but Max kind of iced out local reporters. But I mean, that's just it, it, it really like it's like talking to a 35 year old man. So I, I think the Mountain West is, is fascinating. So let me just kind of give you a, a couple thoughts here as we head into this interview. Look, it's an unbalanced schedule, and uh, I thought you know Utah State and Nevada surprised everybody in the non conference. Utah State probably more so because they had so many defections. Nevada's got an old team. And, and both played not a soft non-conference schedule, but not anything really challenging. And then because of where they're thought to be in the league, their league schedule isn't as difficult as some others, right? You're not playing. I don't know. I, I don't have in front of me to play. I don't know if you played New Mexico twice and San Diego State twice. Really, that's how you know if somebody thinks you're going to be good. If you played Colorado State twice, San Diego State twice, and New Mexico twice, and maybe Boise twice. Like those are the best teams in the league. And the best teams play the best teams. That's what TV wants. So I don't know who wins the league. I mean, I, I think it ends up being San Diego State. I, they're not as dominant as they were last year, but there's parts of them, you know, they've changed up their lineup several times and they've had some impressive wins of life. Utah State losing at home to Nevada was surprising, but that kind of even it's out for the fact that they shouldn't have beaten UNLV. You know, they just shouldn't have. And now U, Utah State, their schedule gets a little bit more difficult. and We'll see where that lands. Nevada, you know, they're off the deathbed now kind of back as players. You have Colorado State, great non-conference. Providence State tournament team. Oh, they have some weird losses. Uh, you got Utah State, who now all of a sudden they've lost a couple and 
Um, we'll see how they bounce back with some of their bigger games on the schedule. And then you have New Mexico, who is kind of swimming along, great at home, not as good on the road. And then they lose at home to Boise. And, of course, Boise, a team that, you know, with Dagenhart, Max Rice, that's a good group. And it took them a while to kind of figure it out. Like, I don't think it's crazy to think this league could get five teams in. And I, I, I don't think it's crazy at all. I mean, look around the country. The ACC is not good. It's just not. Nothing you can do to you know, prove otherwise. The Pac-12 is not good. The West Coast Conference is massively down at the top. The middle is still really good. Like, you know, Santa Clara is good. Well, Marymount's still disappointing. Pepperdine's not very good. Obviously, losing BYU hurts them. But Gonzaga's not a dominant team anymore. And St. Mary's has cranked it up, and now they're undefeated in the league and probably wins the league. That's a one and maybe two-bid league, but probably a one-bid league. So whatever you want to think about the Mountain West, however good they actually are by the end of the year because you have some older teams that were ahead of the curve early, whatever it is, like based upon the metrics, they belong in. And then based upon just kind of the eye test of like watching all these other teams, it's like, seriously, what about the ACC deems those teams worthy? What about the Big Ten? I mean, look, do I think that Michigan State is an NCAA tournament team? Yeah. Do they play ridiculously hard schedules? Sure. But there's plenty of teams in the Big Ten that, I guess we put on the bubble that were pathetic in the non-conference. And isn't that how we judge how good teams are? Kind of a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, the season's shaping up and to be fascinating. I also want to talk post-trade deadline stuff and who I like and who I don't like. But we'll get into that in future pods. In the meantime, enjoy. This is me catching up with Max Rice. Remember, they had just beaten New Mexico on the road. He dropped 35 points. I think it was like a second or third shot. He shot an air ball. He's talking shit to the crowd. Max is the best, dude. You'll love this. Here's Boise State star senior guard, Max Rice. Max, let's let's start with coming into the year, right? You've been doing this a long time, right? And Tyson's one of your closest friends. You're playing for your dad, but you've been doing it a long time. Coming here, is there any sense of like, am I really going to do this again? Oh, yeah, definitely. Coming back for a sixth year, uh, people know who you are and... Uh, going through the process again is just sometimes it gets repetitive, but if you love the game, it'll be worth it in the end. And games like uh, like last night I had make it worth it. So uh, it, I think it was a great decision for me to come back, and, and I'm really enjoying the journey. Um, okay, so what's it been like? You know, it hasn't. You guys didn't get off to the start you wanted. What's what's this year been like for you? Yeah, I mean, after I think I had a really good year last year, and and coming into this year. I think uh, a lot of the teams I've played know my game a lot more just because of, of the year I had last year, and, and they've done a great job kind of taking away the shots that uh, I feel like I've been getting um, in the past. So, it, I mean, it's, it hasn't been perfect for me, but uh, I feel like I'm slowly getting better and, and getting back to some of those shots I've been hitting. Okay, so um, the pit. Now, look, one of the things, obviously, it's probably the most historically significant place in the league, but the league has all kinds of different kind of cool venues um, in terms of places you enjoy playing before last night, right? Like you, you drop 35 and you're the only team to beat New Mexico on their home floor. That immediately becomes like your favorite road place to play. But coming into last night, um, you played at all these places in the league. What's your favorites? Yeah, there's so many good ones in the Mountain West. Uh, I've always enjoyed playing at Viejas Arena. Uh, they got some great fans down there. They're respectful, but they're also, uh, they really care and they're super loud. Uh, the Spectrum, I'd say they're really loud. Not as much respectful, but uh, super <laughs> fun to play there. Uh, they got some fans who also really care. And then 
the list just goes on and on. Playing in Laramie's, I've always played pretty well there. Uh, that's been fun. And then the pit, obviously, is uh, the pinnacle of all of them just because of the history they have there and, and everything they got going for them. So the Mountain West has just been a gauntlet this year, and um, playing in these road venues for my last time is, has been an honor. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned Laramie. You're old enough. You played before they redid the place, right? Uh, I don't think I'm <laughs> Come on. It's not that old. It's not that it's, it, it just got redone like four years ago, maybe, I think. Did you, they? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't even know. That's, 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 what happens. that's what happens when you're this old. You can't remember anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. I've been here too long, but I was, uh, I've been in Boise so long. Linder was in Boise when I was in Boise. So that's we know crazy. Their system and, and what they do. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so previous to last night, how had you played in the pit? Uh, I mean, not so much in the, I haven't played that good in the pit. Uh, but I mean, I, I like playing against their style just because they love to get up and down. And I feel like the more, open opportunities I get, obviously the, the better it is. And, um, they've, they've lost me a couple times in transition and I feel like that's got me going. Um, I think that's my second career high I've set against them, which is, uh, which is awesome considering they're a top 20 team, but, um, <laughs> Patino's a great coach and, and I love playing against them and, and they, they compete. So, okay. So what's it like? So I, I try and tell people all the time, but you actually experienced it in playing there. Okay. So if you had to, okay, first you pull up, it kind of looks like a Costco, right? It's not, right? It's not one of these buildings you're like, wow, it's just kind of a box that says the pit on the side, right? Is that a, a fair description? Yeah. And then when you walk in, you go, there's a huge mountain you got to go down just to get to the court and it's kind of intimidating, but yeah, you're right about the looking at it from the outside. So you're in there and you know, they have that big ramp. Now, did somebody get the ball? To, so one of the things that most teams do is you roll balls up and down the ramp to see if you can get it all the way up the ramp, right? Because the ramp, feel it feels like it's a mile long. It's probably, I don't know, what do you think? How long do you think that ramp? How long is that ramp? I don't know, a couple it, hundred feet long? Pretty long, yeah. Did anybody get the ball up the ramp? Yeah, we. Uh, one of our redshirt sophomores, Kobe Young, got it up there. And uh, from what I've heard, only like, I think Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, some of the big name guys that I've seen do it. John Tanjay did it uh, nice. last year and now Kobe Young. State. So. Yeah. Add Kobe, add Kobe Young to the illustrious list of, of John Tanjay and, uh, Kawhi, and, and Kawhi Leonard. Okay, so. And Paul George. You, yep. And Paul George. And Paul George, right? Which one of these is not like the other? Um <laughs> So you guys lose a heartbreaker to Utah State on Saturday at home. Okay, so honestly, like, what's the feeling like when you're warm? You're warming up. They're yelling at you. Give me what was going on in your mind. The the truth of what was going on in your mind. Yeah, well, after that loss to Utah State, it was probably one of the longer weeks I've had, just because my own our own media turned on me. We had I had fans in my DMs. Uh, all sorts of just negativity around me and Bernie got into it at one point. Uh, just, just all sorts of bad things going on. And I knew going down to the pit, I felt like I approached the game. Like if we didn't win, I couldn't come back to Boise. Like I wouldn't be welcome here. So, I mean, I had sleepless nights. I, I felt like it was the biggest game of my career just going into it. That's how I was approaching it. Uh, and it just felt so good to, to have that hard work pay off and, and finally have some of those shots go in, and uh, especially after a big loss uh, coming off a big loss to Utah State. So, 
So, wait, so people turn in why? Because you didn't, you didn't play well? Just because, I mean, it's just weird. Like, college basketball, like, fans are so into it. Uh, not that I didn't play well. I just have been, I've been missing some shots I usually hit, I feel like. And I don't know. They just, people, you know how it is. You played in college. Just people be tweeting and... Uh, but but I, didn't have, I didn't have social media. Like, I knew people were hating, you know, and I knew people made comments, but I didn't live in the era. One, I, I didn't live in the era of social media. Two, I wasn't the coach's son, right? Yeah, um, you played for your dad? No, not in college. I played for Eddie Sutton in college. My dad was my age. You still played for him, though. You still, you still True, but it, I never oh. played in college for your dad is different than playing uh, AAU for your dad. Uh, that's fair. Right? I mean, it's... It's hard. What, what you've experienced, okay, is um, Steve Alford. Steve Alford's dad would say, said this. So Steve Alford's dad coached him in high school, mm-hmm. and he said um, at the start of my it's the start of his career, his freshman year, people would boo when I put him in, and then by his senior year, they would boo me when I took him out. Right? <laughs> that's like the old. That's like the ultimate uh, coaching your kid experience and for the most part you've had that but when things don't go well you know you're going to get the blame right that's kind of the way it works yeah i feel like everything i do is amplified on another level like if we lose it's my fault if we win it's my fault like uh no matter how i play yeah i feel like it's amplified a little bit and i knew what i signed up for so i mean it kind of just puts a chip on my shoulder and sometimes i play better because of it i guess Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Was there ever a thought, like your dad, he's close with Fuey, obviously, being a former assistant. You guys got so many friends throughout the coaching landscape. Was there ever a thought like, hey, what if I just went and played a senior year for somebody else? Uh, I mean, if, if, he, if Leon came up to me and said, I think you're better off to do this, uh, I would definitely consider it just because I, I go on vacation with Fuey every, every summer to Maui. And he was, I don't know if he was joking or, or what, but... Most of that trip, he was trying to get me to come play for him. I don't know. I don't know if he was kidding, but I, I, that definitely was on my mind. Just because I think it's growing up watching the Zags, it would have been really cool to to go experience that as a player. But uh, my loyalty is obviously with my dad, and uh, I think it's going to pay off this year for sure. Okay. Um, so last night, you're like, we got to win this game, or I can't go home. And then, didn't you shoot an airball your first shot? Uh, yeah, I think first or second shot. A little nerves. Yeah. 
And then they're chanting airball, airball, and Snake's sitting there looking like he was going to literally tear your, your, your throat out. When did you feel like you got it going? Uh, I mean, going into the game, I knew even if I missed, I was going to keep shooting. Uh, all week, I saw some stuff like he shouldn't, he shouldn't be shooting this much. He shouldn't be doing this. So I was going into the game proving a point whether I was going to make it or miss it. I was going to shoot it. Uh, so you so, had you had these people think about the mom mentality. You had the fuck you mentality, right? Ah, fuck you. I'm going to oh, shoot. Basically, it. I know. Hundred yeah. percent going into that game. That was that's kind of my mindset. Like uh, basically, I'm going to find a way to win this game regardless of of how many shots I take or uh, just whatever happened. I was going to find a way. When was the last time you had that same kind of approach, that same feeling? Uh, well, comparable game that I probably could compare to that one with San Diego State last year, uh, just because we've had some great battles with them, and then they ended up going to the national championship and all that. So that game was top three of my probably favorites, and then that pit one was definitely up there. So you win. You drop, was it 35? You have 35? High career high. Um, describe that feeling when it's the buzzer sounds, the people are super quiet. They're walking out. They're grabbing their they're grabbing their coats. And they're walking out. What's that feeling like? Yeah, that, that's a great feeling. One thing I remember from the game with seven minutes left, I just remember huddling up the guys like, "This is the biggest seven minutes of our season. Like this could put us realistically above the bubble." Uh, and make our lives a lot easier if we can just close this one out because I didn't think anyone else in the league is going to be able to win uh, in the pit just because of how good they've been playing there. The previous five games, I think they won by an average of more than 20 points. Uh, and there's nothing better than, than winning on the road. There's a great quote from uh, Larry Eustacey. I don't know if you remember him, legendary yeah, coach. He's on our yeah. staff now. Uh, I Actually, I don't even think I can say it, but it was one of the most legendary quotes he said in film the other day. Uh, and it inspired us to get to get that road you, win. What, what is it? You can tell tell me what do you, what do you, what do you say? I, I will tell you my my expression on road wins is road wins are better than sex because <laughs> it be, was something like that. It was something right. like that. I, I, it's it's true. Road wins are better than sex, and the the reason is right. It's that same sort of feeling. Only you can actually tell people about it and talk about it for like years to come. Like, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be 40 or 45, have your own kids and you're going to be whether coaching or broadcast or whatever. And people are like, Hey Max, remember that night in the pit? Right. And you can talk about, it, you still have that same feelings where you're not going to like, Hey Max, remember that night in Boise with that girl like that? It just doesn't, you don't share it that much with friends. Yeah. So anyway, it's like, my, my, Mormon teammate, my Mormon teammate was sitting behind me in the film room. He was like, God, is sex that good? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, someday, so, some, someday. <laughs> now people don't know what Boise is at 2,700 feet altitude, right? So you're, you're half a mile up, but, you know, you play in Laramie, you know, it's just, it was ridiculously high. Right. And you play in, in the pit. Um, did you, do you, did you feel the effects at all? Like did you, the, the lungs start burning late? Oh, absolutely. And I remember during the game, uh, Chibuzo came out to me. He's like, ah, can you breathe? Like it's, it's the elevation is really hitting me. And, and it definitely has an effect, especially when you pair that with, uh, New Mexico's pace of play, I think they're top five in the country in effective pace or something like that. Uh, so you, you put those two things together, and that's a formula for disaster for the road team. Uh, but I thought we did a great job controlling the pace most of the game. A couple bad turnovers. I had a couple bad ones. 
but other than that, I thought we did a great job slowing the game down and, and kind of taking away their advantages with uh, their pace and, and the elevation. All right, you got, you got Air Force coming up next, so you got to guard the Princeton style. Then next week, what a week. At Colorado State in FOCO, and then you go to Spectrum, which, as you said, they're not, not that polite, and they're really, really good, and you guys just lost them in a heartbreaker in overtime. Um, okay, so what, what's, what's, let's start with uh, Fort Collins. Um, what's that place like to play in, in, in Moby? Oh, that one's awesome. Their, their students are really loud. Uh, their fan base is great. They're having a great year and uh, with probably the best point guard in the nation, Isaiah Stevens. That's going to be a very difficult one. And then uh, let's get you calling the game in the spectrum. I, I want you to see that one firsthand because I don't think you understand how much they hate me. It's, it's, I don't know what I did to them, but it's actually insane. If, if okay, so, so, what, so what, do they, what do they say? What, what's, the, what's the crazy shit you've heard from the, from, uh, from the folks in Logan? Oh, they do all sorts of stuff. Every time the Mountain West uh, Instagram page posts, Anything with the, like me in it, they'll flood the comments with 500, 600 people just saying, I hate Max Rice, Max Rice gave me cancer, <laughs> Max Rice killed my grandpa, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, and then when we play there, they make signs, they, they edit me and Leon kissing each other, they find, they go to my mom's Instagram, they find old pictures of me as a kid. Uh, they have a Max Rice tantrum tracker. They got all sorts of stuff. Well, hey, listen, the tantrum tracker is better. When I played it against Oklahoma, they had the Gottlieb brickometer, right? <laughs> and so I'd miss a shot, and they'd move the brickometer. It was amazing. That's a good one. I've never a, heard of that one. I like well, that. I mean, you don't, you don't miss as much as I missed, and so it was <laughs> it was really easy. The first time I get introduced, I get the I get the credit cards thrown at me the first time, and then after that, it was uh, after that it was the it was the it was the brickometer. Um, so Colorado State is just they're just good fans and they're fun style. You guys beat them, by the way. That was your probably signature win before before this one. Um, Wait, let's go back to the credit card. Leon yeah. said you stole a credit card one time. Is that Three. true? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I was that? I was a freshman at, at Notre Dame, starting point guard. We get done with the season, and yeah, my dumb ass, I was in a dorm room. I was in somebody else's dorm, and I was working on their computer. And this is again, you're trying to tell people this is like before, literally before the days of the internet, right? Where you had to like type out your stuff on the uh, on a, somebody's app, uh, Apple, like. Uh, their Mac computer and then save yep. it and then bring it in the next day or something. And yeah, I, I used somebody's first, I used somebody's credit card and then put it back. So like they didn't, I thought they wouldn't know. And then did it like two other times, two other people, and then tried to act like it was no big deal. And then when I got home for the summer, they called me, they're like, um, yeah, this kind of looks like you on the store footage. It's shot from a high. And I was, so yeah, that was, that's why I didn't stay at Notre Dame. Huh? Life of a broke college kid. It's all good. I wasn't, I wasn't, I just stupid, not broke, you know, just kind of <laughs> arrogant and like thought, uh, uh, people, I, like, I remember people also all the time, like, why'd you do it? I was like, well, because I thought I'd get away with it. I mean, yeah, fair I don't enough. Know. It's dumb shit. So, yeah, so then, you know, so uh, back then, it was in Sports Illustrated, it was in, you know, USA Today, all the front pages, all the papers, sporting, sports, uh, sports Center as well. Like, it was a big thing. And then, you know, you kind of go away, you go away for a year, you come back, and, you know, most people, you felt like, didn't know, nobody asked you about it, people didn't know about it. And then we go to Oklahoma, and we were really, like, we were surprised the league. And um, most of my teammates knew something about it, and then I ran out in the court, got introduced, and just 
like 2,000 credit cards came raining down from the student section. <laughs> That's awesome. So, oh. Did you guys win? We did. We did. Oh, wow. We did That's win. That's good then. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, how things have changed. Um, so, 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 uh, um, okay. So you, you, you call your dad Leon. When was, the, have you ever called him coach? Uh, I think maybe five years ago in a game, I called him coach or, and it just didn't feel right. Uh, so I switched to Leon just cause it's a good, or I called him dad in a game and I remember someone looking at me weird. So then I just started calling him Leon. I didn't really want to call him coach. Uh, and I think Leon just sticks better, and I like telling people I'm adopted. Anyways, it kind of <laughs> it kind of makes it easier on my life. So uh, he's a big. Are, is he the big peanut butter and jelly before game guy, or is that you? Is it, some, is it was it a player who turned him into? He's a big peanut butter and jelly guy. Yeah, he his uh, diet is super weird. So I, I, I mean, yeah, he eats nuts a lot. I'm sure PB and J's. He kind of eats like a kid a little bit. PB and J, maybe some Cheetos, some macaroni and cheese, and a, yeah, and, a, exactly. and, a ju- and a juice drink like a Capri Sun or something like that. Yeah, maybe an energy drink, uh, a little Red Bull, keep them up. Uh, okay, um, you are the mayor now that you had thirty five on the road. You're back to your mayoral status in Boise. Um, I tell people all the time, Boise is the greatest city ever that no, that you're never going to visit. You're like, you know, I should really go to Boise and people don't do it, which I know people in Boise are like, don't tell them it's nice. We're tired of you fuckers moving in here. We got it. Um, give me the the best restaurant that you like going to in, in Boise. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. I think Boise is the fast, or fastest growing city the last five years. So people are coming here and, and they're recognizing how, how amazing it is. No traffic really. And uh, beautiful outdoors. So, best place to eat, uh, I'd probably say that's tough. My favorite place is Red Robin, but best place to eat. Your favorite is place Robin. is Red Robin? Yeah, I like Red Robin. I, don't I mean, know they why. do have handcraft, handcrafted burgers. Okay, so what's the order at Red Robin? Uh, probably a crispy chicken sandwich with some unlimited fries and then maybe like a, a nice shake or something. What flavor shake? But, yeah, uh, flatbread. Flatbread's a good pizza spot. If yeah, you ever I like. Down yeah, here. yeah, flatbread's. A good, it's a chain. I've had it. It's really good. It, and it's yeah, in. Uh, it's a lot. No, it's 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 a good spot. Uh, what flavor shake? Uh, probably cookies and cream. Solid. Yeah, not Whip, bad. Whipped cream and cherry, or just just the shake. Uh, whipped cream, no cherry. Okay. Why no cherry? Just don't like cherries. Uh, just, I'm not a cherry guy. It's kind of yeah. gross. No, it is kind of gross when you think about it. It's just a weird. It like visually looks cool, and then you're like, this does not fit at all with yeah, a milkshake. No. It's kind of random. It is kind of random. It's one of those random things that we've all just kind of acquiesced to and decided that it's it's okay to have. Um, exactly. Uh, okay. Last last thing for you before we let you go. In in uh, in your mind, okay, if that's the perfect way to play your last game at the pit, okay. Give me a goal for a couple of things you want to do here before this sixth season comes to an end. Yeah. uh, Well, obviously, winning an NCAA tournament game is top of my list. If if we do that, I feel like I've really accomplished everything I could have possibly done uh, for Boise. Uh, Doing that, and then I think just just making a nice little run here at the end. Every time we play a road game, Leon comes up to me. He's like, it's the last time you're going to play here. Uh, in the pit so let's make it worth it and I think that's kind of been working uh, somewhat on the road so just winning winning down here on the stretch and 
my biggest thing is going into the conference tournament with no sweat. I don't like being on the bubble going into the conference tournament. It takes off a lot of pressure because uh, that's when a lot of teams like to really turn it on, and that's when you see a lot of these upsets. So just going into the conference tournament sweat-free and, and going into the NCAA tournament and making a final mark on that tournament and win the game. Well, look, man, I'm really happy for you. I, I know like you you do a good job of of laughing off all the negative bullshit and whatever, but to go and drop 35 at the pit, win the game, that was awesome. That was really, really cool. And you should feel amazing. And now keep it going, man. I, I and, and I'm thankful for the time that you spent with us. Appreciate you joining us. I appreciate that, Gottlieb. I hope to see you in Utah. All right, that's it for this edition of All Ball. Make sure you tune into the radio show. I will point out that uh, we're at the Super Bowl this week. Type in Doug Gottlieb, the Doug Gottlieb show. We have some really cool, fun stuff with great interviews. And I think mine are different than most people's from the Super Bowl because though we hit the plugs, we also talk some deep shit with a lot of people. Anyway, enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.